What's going on, guys? And a massive welcome to the uh, NBA Card Bonus Show we've got here today with Blunt Collections on the Double Double NBA Show Australia. Now, this is presented by the Double Double Podcast Network. So we're going to be talking about NBA cards. You're here with your host, Jack, and as always, my co-host, Anthony, the three-point man, Tankardi. Anthony, how are we, brother? I'm very well, mate. Very well. And I'm going to introduce our guest. This is Jamie from Blunt Collection. He is the... uh, I'm going to call him the godfather of card breaks in Australia now. So, Jamie, a big welcome to the show, man. First, first speaking guest. So uh, you can put that on a plaque right above your um, right above your breaking tape, breaking table now, mate. Hey, fellas, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Good, man. So, uh, Anthony, you want to talk about what we're going to be doing today on the uh, on the show? Yeah. So, pretty much all that we're really going to talk about today is NBA cards. Um, I know. Jamie's got a, a big announcement to make that it's already up on uh, all of his Blunt Collections pages, but for those people who haven't been on his uh, Instagram pages or on Facebook, you'll find out a bit about it today, and we'll go through a whole bunch of stuff to do with NBA cards. Awesome. What do we do? We'll, uh, Jamie, you want to take it off, mate? What's the announcement? Get it, let's get, we'll get straight, stuck straight into it. The announcement. We're going, um, well, it'll be the second time we've done this, but this one is a bit different. <laughs> um, but we're going to go 100 box break. Uh, this oh, is the second yeah. time we've done this. Can't uh, wait. The first time we did it was all 1920 product. Um, and it was a bit of a grind. 10 hours, that one. Uh, that stream actually. 10 hours of breaking, for. was it? Can, yeah, I, it was. can I actually <laughs> just say, I sat there for the entire 10 hours watching that? You did? Well, I did. It took a very long a time. There are a lot that sat through it. Um, which is pretty cool because there was a very uh, dry, not a, I wouldn't call it a dry patch, but we did have 10 Hoops Hobby and 10 Don Russ Hobby boxes in it. So that was a good patch at the time running yeah, through all the base yeah, of that. Yeah, that, could, that so, could drag on unless you drop something big. That could yeah, go on quite That's quite definitely fun. something we tried to avoid this time and had it more obviously hobby and uh, low-end kind of boxes. So... Uh, not low end, but lower number of cards in these uh-huh. boxes. Um, yes. So this time we're going um, 100 boxes, but over the last four years, so the 19, 20, 18, 19, 17, 18, and 16, 17 seasons. So we're going to cover a few years. Okay. Every okay. Year. And there's actually a sealed uh, case in every single year as well. That's what I'm most oh, looking forward to. Case hits, yeah. We were actually, um, me and me and Anthony were actually talking about this today. We were talking about how like it's awesome with a case break because some, in some cases, like what we've found over the years in breaks, like some boxes are stacked with like Zion's jars, Kobe White's, all these, and then other boxes you get like your best card might be like a Brandon Clark of '99. Whereas yep. if you buy that case you can you get like the pick of all of it if you know what i mean exactly. like you get yeah. all those boxes that's what's cool about a case break exactly yeah i agree and then again yeah you're getting that case hit like in the 1920 we've got crown royale so that means uh guaranteed kaboom man yeah. kaboom cards are my favorite cards that's all yeah. i wish Jackie i had talking more. about at the moment yeah, yeah i know i saw but... uh a zion kaboom the other day came out of a break and oh Ooh. they're beautiful <laughs> how much did that did it, did it sell or did someone just like just nah, get in a break. Yeah, it, yeah, they just posted up a photo, but yeah, that's huge. <laughs> Probably worth about a hundred bucks. If oh yeah, nah. that hundred bucks yeah, at a stretch. But um, so so hundred boxes. We've got twenty five boxes per year. So that means mm. we've got uh. So if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, that means we've got four four rookie classes that you're going to be covering correct. across all different types of products. What type of products? Uh, is it even for each year, or some years like a little bit better, or what's going on there? Um, well, I did look at this earlier today. So the years are quite spread in a range of different products. Um, we tried to get in, as I said, 
probably more hobby. So we wanted more hits this time rather than more uh, base. Okay. <laughs> um, so we did try and focus on like, for example, 2018, 19, um, that particular year has 25 boxes, but there's only going to be roughly 540 cards that will come out uh, okay. from that year. But in saying that 60 of those or more will be autos, memorabilia, um, you, you know, your hits. So that's 10% wow. uh, yeah. will be made up of hits just in that year alone. Whereas you look at the 17, 18, um, we've got 1,100 plus cards that will come out of that year. Um, and you're probably sitting around the same, the 50 to 60 hits. Um, so like 5% of them will be hits. But when I say hits, like that's not talking variants or, you know, low numbered or your golds or anything like that. I'm talking autos, memorabilia. Um, so it's the bigger hits that will come out in that percentage that I've just said. Man, yeah. that's like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you boys both a question. Mm-hmm. If you could guarantee yourself one hit from one rookie across these four years, who would you go? Oh, you go first, Jamie. Oh, I'd have to take a Luca. <laughs> oh, like, I thought you were going to go a Kuzma for nah, sure. I'd have to go a Luca rookie. I just love his auto and I, ha- I don't have one yet. Old Lulu. That. Yeah, <laughs> his mum's auto. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Tank Cat, what are you going? Um, I don't know, to be honest. There's a fair few that are yeah. up and coming still that are on, on the horizon. I think, I think I'd think i want a dope Zion card. You like say, a... You say Kevin Herter, there's going to be blood, mate. No, no, no. No Kevin Herter. I'll, I'll, go and, I'll go and buy all of them and track them down. <laughs> don't you worry. But I reckon, yeah, I reckon a Zion. I, I want to hold a Zion auto, I reckon. So that's what I'm, I'd am i be chasing. Oh, yeah. well, I've got a good track record of that at the moment. Like I think five or six autos last month. I've, I've seen you just pumping out mm. low-numbered low variants. Yeah, that's the thing too. Well. These autos, they're not, they're not sticker of like <laughs> unnumbered. You're, you're pulling out bloody rookie patch autos of five. Mm-hmm. Well, there's like, two, two Zion to fives in one break for one yeah, guy. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, for and $39. Wait, <laughs> What's the story behind you didn't even notice it? Like you did the So the actual um that game day ticket so like holographic and the way that it was imprinted, it literally just went in with it and it was down in the bottom left hand corner, which really like your numbers are either on the back Normally like, in the middle or or, or or somewhere more significant and I just didn't see it and I, I actually went to bed and I was like I had a dream that I was like there is no way that they would just run a short print of Zion stickers. Like he wouldn't have sat there and signed multiple cards because of like the high caliber player he is. So I woke up in the morning. I'm like, I need to check it. Came downstairs, had to look on the back. I was like, nah. And then there I saw like in the bottom corner, two or five. I was like, yeah, right. That would have been good to highlight last night. So I sent Adam Saunders a message and said, mate, turns out you've got two uh, Zions to five in the break last night. I reckon... Those two cards would be enough if you just sold them off to fund your your breaks for the next oh, ten years. Hundred oh, percent. There's a house and a car in there. Hundred percent. Like, like what was? It was the same guy. Hey, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, same guy. Thirty nine bucks. And the cool thing about it was the break. It was the first time like trying a new kind of format where no one knew what team they had until after the break. So there was a yeah. hundred people a part of it. So there was one in a hundred chance of hitting those two cards kind of thing so it was uh oh, yeah wow yeah and that's what that's that's what the dream's made of i know, I know anthony's been lucky enough to to cop a big card like that but I, I ain't had anything of that magnitude that is unreal now the next thing is um we'll get to tell the people is how do we get a player how do you how do you get a player in the break or like how 
like because it's obviously a hundred boxes. How's mm-hmm. the break format going to be? What do we? Yeah. What do you guys have to do to get into it? So unlike your normal standard, you know, random team group break, this is will be a uh, player break. Um, just purely the quantity of the product and the cost. There'd be no way you could break this down over thirty people. Um, so it's going to be breaking down as to we spoke about at the start. Um, roughly two hundred and thirty-five players, I think, will have listed, and okay. that's basically your top rookies from the six each season. Um, as well as your top um, veterans, um, etc. They'll be listed on eBay uh, this Saturday, and it will be a one-week auction. Um, So basically, you jump in, place your bid for your player. They'll all start at $20 Australian. Uh, The first 100-box break we did was in US dollars. Uh, This one will be in Australian dollars. And, um, yeah, basically, it'll go through a normal eBay. So on eBay, yeah, okay. Um, blunt, blunt, Blunt breaks? For this? Uh, is that where you're going to post no. links? Or? Uh, yes, yes. So we'll put it on Blunt Collections and Blunt Breaks. We'll post the link on Saturday morning. Um, okay. It will be through SJ2K's um, eBay store. Uh-huh. Uh, collaborating with him on this one. Um, he, awesome. awesome. Yeah, it has a lot of uh, contribution towards our stock for our breaks. And, um, yeah, we've got to deal with him. If anyone is looking for boxes, um, his website, if you do use the code BLUNTMAY, you get 5% off as well. Awesome. Now, I know Anthony's going to have a question for you regarding, like, teams, because you obviously can't list every single player Mm -hmm. in the break. So I think think Anthony's got a question for you regarding that. Yeah, so my my question was, uh, how do you get a player that's not actually listed? So I see on the 2016 rookies list, you've got Mm -hmm. maybe 15 to 20 rookies that are listed. Mm -hmm. If I want someone that's not on there, Mm -hmm. how how do I get that player? Okay, so each year will be broken down into teams. Um, So basically, let's say the Lakers, for example, uh, the Lakers will be listed as a separate uh, item on eBay. Uh, So there'll be one Lakers rookies and then Lakers players. I think that's how we're going to do it. So if, let's say, I think you said Dragon Bender before as an example, he's not not in that (laughs) list. So if it comes to the Phoenix Suns um, rookies, as an item that aren't listed, you buy that item and say there's Dragon Bender and maybe Tyler Eulis or someone else in that mix, um, you, you'd get all of those rookies that weren't listed that come out. Okay, yeah, cool. Oh, sorry, Anthony, you were gonna were you gonna say something? No, I was gonna say that's a that's a good idea because then that way you're not not just getting the one one player, you've got a chance at a couple of different players cool. and it's better that way too, because the first hundred box break we did how we did it was then we ended up having to sort them all and then all of the cards that were left over, they went into just an auction basically. Um, but mm-hmm. there were some good cards that came out, like Julius Irving for some reason didn't get listed and uh, we actually pulled a green shimmer autograph of him oh, wow. <laughs> uh, in the break nice. and to, to have no one kind of there at the time be rewarded, that was kind of thing. So I think, yeah, that, that'll be a better better way of doing it this time. It's a great, so it's a great initiative, man. Like I wasn't – I actually – I didn't get in the last hundred because the guy, the guy I went after, Brendan Clark, I ended up getting sniped mm. on him, and I, I put all my money on him. But I yeah. know Anthony, you were in it, weren't you? Yeah, I had uh, Isaiah Roby and um, Kevin Herder, so oh, well, not, 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 not too many, not too many Herder cards because it was mm. all um, nineteen twenty product. But um, got some good Isaiah Roby stuff, which was dope. Mm. Yeah, yeah good to get him. I've got an, another question for you. Once, yes. once, once the break finished. How mm. long did it take you to sort all the cards? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't even I've, I've been asked this a few times. Um, 
I think it was over. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just threw them all in the air and they all landed perfectly in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it it took me days. Um, I pretty much went straight at it. I did do I think thirty six hours straight, um, and I got through because the thing hours. was had to um, obviously sort and sleeve them as well because as you're going through the process, sleeving would have just slowed it down. So we top loaded kind of everything we could during the break. Um, but then when it came to obviously doing everything later, like we always sleeve all our rookies and um, all of the inserts and everything like that. So it is a bit of a mission. And then obviously getting them all in team bags. Um, and then once I passed those on to Scott to disperse, I think he went for close to three days straight of um, getting them all out to people within the week. Long time. Holy. Yeah. Like, what does this do? Does this does this slow down your postage for your other breaks, or do you guys just work crazy? I feel like you work crazy over time. Yeah, well, it's kind of like I'm, I'm I'm still going through the stages of obviously with COVID, moving out of the shop at Carrara and transitioning to moving all of this down to my <laughs> downstairs area at home <laughs> um, until you know the new alternative comes along. But uh-huh. um, and obviously with the boom of breaks in the last month, it has been a bit crazy, like having to do it all on my own. Um, you know, sorting at the moment yeah. 15 breaks a week like that we're doing. Um, wow. So 15 breaks at 30 teams, that's 450 different piles of cards that I need to sort and ship uh, every week. <laughs> um, but it's, it, it's, it is what it is and I enjoy it. So, um, yeah, just returning my part and contribution to the hobby. Mate, as a, I can't believe it. No, it sounds like sounds, sounds like, bit, like it's a big ask. So yeah, a bit too much work for old Jack and Ten Can at the moment. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> now, well, I'll take us on to our next session, fellas. Now, what I thought we should do is we'll go through the rookie years, and if you guys have like three, four, five, or one players that you're sort of mm-hmm. looking forward to, maybe, maybe not so much you, Jamie. I don't know if you're allowed to do this, but me and Anthony like looking at putting a putting a bit of money on or trying to nab them or who you'd like. Mm. Uh, feel free to start that off. So I'll go with you, Tankat, man. Is there anyone you're looking forward to in 2016? Um, well, my 2016 player's not actually on there, so that's Dragon Bender, but... Are you throwing shade uh, at Jamie? No, I'm not <laughs> throwing you? shade at Jamie. Because <laughs> I'll just buy the rookies pack for Phoenix Suns and I'll be sweet. So problem solved. Done. Um, but what... Like, it, it depends. Like, if you want to have, like, you know, some cards that you get for for some trade value or to sell on, um, I'd probably be looking at, to be honest, Ben Ben Simmons or Brandon Ingram. Uh, I know mm, Ingram's yep, cards have blown ones. up in price over the last, just basically this year, to be honest. So yeah. I'd, I'd be looking at those two. Yeah, I'd agree. Jamie, is there anyone that you, you would, could give anyone yeah. some advice in? Uh, ben Simmons is probably the one that I think for the – for the hundred boxes that could probably potentially go for the most money. Um, I've got him up there. Um, obviously he's in four years of cards in most boxes. We'll be opening. He's nearly in every variant or insert set. Um, mm. So I think there will be a lot of Benny to be had. The thing with Ben Simmons is he doesn't sign Panini cards. So that's a big thing to be looking out for. Yeah. I think anyone going to bed, uh, bid big money on Ben would know that already. Yep. Um, <clears throat> there's probably like two or three, like Pascal Siakam, I think, uh, he signed a lot in his rookie year, um, so he's a little cheeky one, and you get him over, obviously, four years as well. Um, and then even Sabonis, um, first-time All-Star this year, um, yeah. rookie year as well. Um, so there's there are, it's a great year. Buddy Heal, Jalen Brown, Jamal Murray, Beasley. Like there's, there is some potential for some big rookies in that one. Yeah, I've got really a question like... for oh, you. Yep. Oh, sorry, Jack. 
I was no, just going to say, Fon Maker, is he ever going to live up to his high school mixtapes? <laughs> no, I think he's too long. <laughs> I, just don't <laughs> too think long. Ever, I just don't think he'll ever get substantial minutes to do anything. You know, yeah. He's not going to run on the court for 36 or 40 minutes with you know the likes of LeBron and all of those other guys. So just... And we, yeah, and we still yeah. don't really know if he's, what, 35 or 21 or whatever the age is. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, we'll go 100 box great for him. <laughs> if, all, if all else fails, he's got the UFC after that incident. If all else fails, <laughs> he's fine. Don't worry about the old funny. Yeah. Uh, the, the one person I liked in this was uh, Brandon Ingram. I think mm-hmm. if you're if you were thinking well, of a bit of a, bit of an investment, is he signed with Panini? Yeah, yeah, and he signed a lot in his rookie year. Like, I've yeah. been very, very nice Brandon Ingram cards. And, I mean, I reckon yeah. his rookie cards are about to fly up, especially with the year he's had. Yeah. So I'd be, I'd be trying to go on uh, either Brand, I'd be Brandon and be my pick for it as well. Now, and that's 2017, from the biggest bloody Grizzlies fan and uh, Pelicans hater ever. His cards are a lot more attractive Wait. in Lakers too. Now that he's at the Pels, I'd still rather his Lakers cards, even if yeah, I was the Pels fan. Stuff, stuff up. <laughs> Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before I annoy anyone, 2017. Um, this is this was a big year, man. This is this mm. is the Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Lonzo Ball. His cards have went absolutely unreal lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kuzma, your guy, now you're a big Kuzma mm-hmm. fan. Markel Fultz, he's he, in the hobby. His cards are still fetching not the yeah. money that they were when it came in, as well as our uh, old Frank the Tank for Tankardi. Yeah. And the real person that was the star of this draft is Dylan Clark, Dylan Brooks. So <laughs> I don't, don't need to say too much about that. That was the real money maker in this draft. But uh, what about what about you, Ten Cat? Twenty seventeen. Um, yeah, no, I'll just skip over the whole class except for uh, Frank Nilakina. I'll have him. You'll have you'll have Frank the Tank. <laughs> yeah, but if, if if you were trying to look for some value, like you know the 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 four that are up the top of our list, so Tatum, uh, Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox, and Lonzo Ball, they're they're sort of yeah. Super, super popular at the moment. And one that sort of still flies a little bit under the radar, but has come up, I've found, is Bam Adebayo. So I reckon he's a great one to have because he's honestly like an all-round player, can do pretty much everything, won the skills competition, first-time all-star, only ways up as well. So Yeah, I, I mean, I'd have to agree. Also, f- 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 oh, wow, well, let me start that again. <laughs> yeah, Fox's cards, card bay, it seemed to be shot out of a cannon. I remember you used to be able to pick them up for like his rookie stuff. For not much, and then this season, obviously everyone's cards value went up with the mm-hmm. whole boom of it. But I feel like he's—if you had some—I feel like he went up the most from where he was. I could be wrong; I don't have the numbers behind that. But I feel like his card value went crazy high. Who are you looking at, Jamie, for 2017? What would your advice be? Pretty much had all of them. There's probably one that I didn't have, or sorry, one that I do have that you guys didn't, and that's John Collins um, from mm, yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. I think he's still got massive potential to. To be a big guy, and Dennis Smith Jr. as well flies under the radar. Uh, it's his rookie season as yeah, well that season. His problems, he's stuck in New York. He's yeah, got to exactly. get out of there at the moment, yeah. otherwise, yeah. Uh, not going to have much luck. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. Now this is we're getting to the pointy end. So 2018 rookies: Luca, <laughs> Trey, Shea, Dondre, and Jaron Jackson. These are all the big boys. Who are you? What's your advice here? I think you're going to have to have big budgets for this year, but what, what are you saying, Jamie? Who should the people go after for that one or at least look at, look at it? Yeah, as it, like, yeah, you just rattled off some big names. There's a few. I think Devontae Graham um, from Charlotte Hornets is a little cheeky one to have a dabble at. Not many cards in 2019, 20 product of Devontae, though. Mm-hmm. So I think if, if, yeah, if you're going to have a crack at him, just know that it's pretty much going to be that year and that's it. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr., I think he's a, he's a, 
little cheeky one, Colin Sexton, um, Michael Porter Jr. There's just so many good ones. I think, yeah, it's Michael great, Porter great Jr. He he was predicted to go number one before he got hurt. Um, I, I had yeah. him number one. I still yeah. have him number one. Yeah, I, I think he has yeah, massive super potential. Yeah, super high on him. Yeah. Like, and uh, oh, I was going to say Kevin Herter. Too sorry, Anthony, mate. Yeah, the most red, exciting red thing about in this. this year as well is we've got that case of Spectra. So there's going to be a lot of nice autos and nice, you know, patches that will come out of that. I love uh, – I, I do like Spectra cards. They're all just, like, all shiny no matter mm, what. Everything, it just looks like it's like – sparkle too. Yeah. They just look like they're the, um, the real deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, if we thought – if we th- oh, Anthony, anyone you're looking toward to besides Kevin Herter? Sorry, before I oh, skip well, on. I was just going to go a few that I think might be uh, – more more budget buys that are still sneaky good ones potentially for the future. Oh yeah, um, and and that's Marvin Bagley the third. Um, mm. His prices with everything call, man. and his injuries are just falling off a cliff. Um, yeah, even DeAndre Ayton stuffs you know with his suspension and uh, not not getting so much game time um, because of that and things like that. Uh, Sexton even, as well is a good yeah. One. Even even Mo Bamba or Anthony Simons, I still think uh, have some mm-hmm. hope, but. You know, they're some pretty good ones that you might be able to pick up, obviously, a little bit cheaper than your Luca card, so. Yeah, man, like, you, you nailed you nailed some, like, because obviously the Luca, to get these Luca and Trey, man, what do you reckon hmm. it's going to go for, Anthony? How much do you reckon that's going to oh, cost? Mate, I don't, I don't know. I don't even want to guess at it. Luca, Luca will be <laughs> off the chain. He's got to be the number one for price, surely. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, think so. I, don't, I actually think it'll be LeBron. You reckon LeBron stuff? Oh, to be LeBron, fair. yeah, true. Yeah. I forgot about the vets. That's vets at the bottom LeBron, of this list. LeBron or Kobe Bryant is, you know, the thing is, Kobe Bryant went for very low cash in the first one, and it was just after he passed too, which I found, you know, like with the boom of his cards, I thought he was going to go up there, and he's probably one of the most mediocre ones for price, I think, yeah. in the first one. And uh, interesting. Hmm. Now speaking of price, twenty nineteen. Obviously, that's this year's draft class. A lot of the, a lot of our listeners, we've, we've talked about this so much throughout the season. Uh, Zion Williamson, Jar, and Rui, they're my top three that I think well, I'd like to go after. As much as I love, much as much as I love the Grizzlies, I don't think I'm going to be getting much Jar Moran stuff. But um, hmm. what do you what do you reckon, Tenkat? What do, what are you liking the look of, or what's some sneaky picks? Well. If you got money, I'd be going after Zion or Jar. But uh, you know, us us normal folk, we can't go after those sorts of cards. So if I were <laughs> if I were trying to hunt some some bargains, my basement bargains, um, which still wouldn't even be basement bargains in this year's draft class. Yeah. Looking at people like PJ Washington, Darius Garland, Matisse Thibel, another one that like no one really seems to talk about that when you actually watched and just on the eye test is sneaky friggin' bloody good is Nasir Little. Um, mm, mm. He he is ridiculously athletic and very, very good at basketball, can do a bit of everything. So I think I think if I had some, some money and I didn't really, you know, PC one of these players but wanted to make a bit of an investment, I think one of those four four guys would be the ones that I'd try to go after. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree, definitely. I like, um, see, he, he now, his cards have went up. And I think Jamie probably know a bit more about this in the stock side of things, but that would be uh, Brandon Clark. But I think his price is going to go through the roof now, especially mm. considering everything that's happened. But I think, and if you if you're confident and you really like your player, maybe someone like Tyler Harrow. If you don't like dropping that much of money, what do you reckon, Jamie? 
Um, yeah, I agree on even what you said, Brandon Clark. I think it'd be interesting because oh, I think that he would go for more now with 25 boxes than what he probably did in the 100, given what the hobby's done and he, his potential like as well. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, 100%. I think for nineteen twenty, if you're looking for sleepers, I just go to Golden State. There's Jordan Poole and mm. um, Eric Pascal as well. Um, I think both of them have potential to do whatever they really want um, in the yeah. league. And, and as rookies, they don't get talked about um, no. because there's so much heat around either Curry and his injury or when he's coming back or D'Lo or Wiggins or whatever. But all of those rookies did their jobs and I think they've done really well. So I feel like everyone was crazy high on um, Pascal and, and at the start of the season, then everyone just mm. sort of forgot that he existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everyone, everyone was, forgot the Warriors existed. It's because he just didn't do any. Like he he went out there and dropped twenty and ten every night. It was like wow at the start. And then he just kept doing it, and everyone was like, oh, okay, <laughs> like he's consistent. Hey, you just yeah. like, it's like you expect it. Yeah, like, he's he's, I suppose like Giannis and his points now. Well, exactly. obviously it's a completely different end of the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. But like yeah, when when Giannis scores like he get has a game where it's like twenty eight and seven, you're just like, oh, that was a pretty trash game from Giannis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyone else with that? You're like, that's a that's a phenomenal game. Yeah, exactly. what, a, what an absolute all round team, perfect. Now I'm gonna um for the next session, I'm gonna open the floor up to you boys and tell because there's a lot here on uh the veterans. So you've gone for it's not just rookies that you're obviously listing in this sale. So there's a lot of vets and like popular players that people would have our personal collections of or PCs. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you what do you who th- do you think are the standouts or someone that you might be able to nab for not that much money but still a bit and and probably talk more about maybe the benefit of getting one of these guys? Could it be like the start of a PC or something? Um well, I think pretty much any player you buy is going to be the start of a PC if you don't already have one. Um, you're ultimately going to come out with it with a good chunk of cards. Um, I think that that is a good thing to touch on before I jump into that is there are resources out there that you can look at and do research into the actual products in the break and find out if your players do sign in that particular product, if they even have cards in that product. Um, I got asked by someone to list Kendrick Nunn um, for the 2019-20, and he's only in optic. So if I had done that, and they put bids in, there was no way he was coming out anyway, kind of thing. So it oh, is so, they, so people might have bidded him up and been like, yeah. oh, "I'm getting Kendrick Nunn product," and then it's yeah. like he's in one box. That's exactly well, right. Not one, even in any. Bidder. Not in any. Yeah, he's yeah. Going in none for the break. So I, yeah, so it's important to check that kind of stuff, like um, when, when you are going to be, you know, throwing some money on the line on your player. Um, for the veterans, I kind of looked at. Obviously, just potential of how many cards will come out and then the potential value of those cards. Like, my big three are going to be LeBron James, I think Giannis, and Steph Curry. Um, But I think Kobe will be big as well. Um, And then for cheeky ones, like Charles Barkley and Larry Bird, I think. They're both in a lot of insert sets. Um, They both sign in a decent amount of the products. Uh, I think Spectra, Charles Barkley, and Larry Bird both sign in that. Um, Yeah. So they're a pretty cheeky one to go for. Yeah, that's, Anthony, that's 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 some good information. Mm. Um, well, I haven't I haven't had a chance to look up uh, who signs in what products. I just always am a bit of a sucker for the uh, retired players and um, big names. So people like Alan Iverson or um, yeah. Scotty Pippen, even Kevin Garnett stuff at the moment. Um, yeah, KG, T Mac, Tracy McGrady, uh, players like that. That's I'm just I'm just all over those if I get the chance. So I'll be keeping a close eye on a few of them. 
It'll be one. It'll be interesting to see what happens with those bull vets like Rodman and Pippen. I think at the moment well. they're going to blow up. Surely yeah. they have mm. to blow up. Mm. Like there's there's people there's some cards I've seen at the start of the year before this whole last dance where they couldn't flog them off for five for bucks. Yeah. And now and now they're literally people putting up auctions or sales and it's like fifty dollars starting bid and some some dudes like eighty bucks. Yeah. I'm like, man, you couldn't sell that four months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's, that's even... just with every card, though. Like yeah, when that's... you boys just talked about um, DeAndre Ayton and Marvin Bagley, like they're just like my little secret PCs that I just had during last year's collecting, and I went through a pile the other night. I've got like forty-five um, Ayton rookies that just are sitting unsleeved, oh, like in my yeah. little. I'm like that's big it's money, right? Crazy, here. isn't it? Just go chuck them up, like. So I think it's time to start to clear out a few and you what know, else? Like, focus on my own PC, the Coos. That's what I was thinking about um, players like uh, Trey Young. I remember at the start of the year, I was just going through a, a, a sales post that I had to to someone. And, like, they were only cheap cheap cards, but I was selling off a whole bunch of just, like, cheap little cards. And I sold um, – it was a, a rated rookie, a Donovan Mitchell, um, an auto of, like, Georges Papianis or something, so obviously yeah. not worth anything. And then uh, three Trey Young um, – just hoops base cards, and I sold it for all nine dollars with delivery. <laughs> now, now, so you sold one, it for about five dollars fifty. <laughs> yeah, so I literally got five bucks fifty for all those cards, literally a dollar each. And now yeah. those Trey Young rookies, you're looking at fifteen twenty dollars each, and it's just uh, a hoops card. Uh, even I went through folders here that I've got from when I had in the shop, and one of them's got Prism on it, and went to the back, and there's all your Prism rookies, and I've got Colin Sexton silver in there for thirty dollars. Um, wow. We've got oh, what else did I find in there that was a good one? Uh, Jason Tatum for fifteen dollars yeah, base rookie. Man, like they're just just sitting man, in there. That like, reminds me. Tatum stuff has literally increased like one hundred fold. Hey, it's yeah. Really well, I think ridiculous. a base yeah. Tatum prisms now is like around the ninety to one hundred dollars. I just had it sitting yeah. there for fifteen it's bucks. Like so I was just... lucky enough before this. I've been. I, I really really like Colin Sexton. I was um and ahhing for ages. About like finally starting a PC because obviously the main my main PC is Grizzlies. That's the guys I want. I put so much money into that. I was like, I don't really should I get another guy. I've got like Kyrie and mm. Anthony convinced me that this one guy was selling a lot. It have oh what did it have in Andy? Had like oh, no, a like prison base autos and, and four autos and all on card numbered to less than fifty and twenty five. Mm. And he had it up and he had it up for fifty bucks. Mm. And I was no like, brainer. oh, mum and arm didn't look at it. It sat there for two days. Oh, wow. And then this is before the whole boom. And then I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, man, yeah. would you take like 45 delivered? Because I'm pretty sure I was still overpaying for a few of them. Yeah. Now, I reckon like all these, like these are on-card autos of 25. And now I've got like six of them. Yeah. And I paid and I was just like, man, like, are they really worth that much now? Like, did I mm. honestly pay... $45 dollars the your money is just gone by. Yeah, 10 20 <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah. But yeah. even even at like at the start of the season, I was selling um, had a few Luka Doncic base prisms, and I mm. I think I, I think I I traded one for some herders, um, and I traded no, and then I sold two, and I I'm pretty sure I sold one for eighty bucks and one for ninety bucks, and now like, if I just put one up for two hundred fifty dollars, it would sell in two seconds. Oh, I just gave all mine away when I had them. Yeah. Like the boys are like, oh, I collect Luca, and I was like, oh yeah, here you go. Like, yeah, yeah, I have like, these. Just, yeah, like, yeah. And, and then all of a sudden he blew up and it became like a $50 card and now whatever it is. Literally, yeah. 
Little just all happens. Know, all those heard, all those little uh, Lucas would be buying you a nice little waterfront yeah. property down where yeah. you live, <laughs> nice. right. overlooking right. overlooking a little bit of a certain oh. section of the country. That would be quite nice. Now, so for the next section, I wanted to get you guys' opinions on this. So let's say we've done the hundred box break and you've got the player you really wanted, and now you've got like your first PC because I think there's going to be a fair few, and I hope there is a fair few new collectors that want to jump into this. Me and Anthony were talking about this today. Um, Anthony, what would be your next step? You've you've got one player. Let's say you you decided to go. You really like Magic Johnson, so you've got, you got the Magic Johnson spot on eBay from from James from SJ2K's eBay store, and now you've got this whole bunch of cards, and you really want to elevate your PC. What would be your next step, mate? What would you be doing? Well, what what I'd be doing is first of all decide whether you want to collect uh, like multiples of particular cards. So just say. I'll just use NBA hoops as an example. If you've got one NBA hoops rookie card of a player, I guess you said um, who did you say to? That oh, I just PC said Magic in? Johnson. Oh, so let's yeah, say we're Magic Johnson. Let's let's say we're PC and Magic Johnson. Let's say I got a um, just a, a base card of his out of NBA hoops, um, and you know, I got I got a like seven of them. I need to decide whether I want to keep all seven or if I'm happy to just keep one because I've already Mm -hmm. got that card and, and use the rest either to, to sell or trade. I think trading when you've got uh, like a big lump of that player is probably the better option than trying to sell. Um, I'd agree. I I think because a lot of people do like to collect multiples of that particular card. I'm not like that, but I know you're like that. If you, you know, if you've got three, three prison base cards you'll you'll keep all three where if i've got one prison base card i don't want another prison base card i've already got it i want something else so um, out of prison base cards i have you twice an arbe if he blows up i am rich right? <laughs> you'll catch me you'll catch me sitting courtside of every grizzlies game don't you Mate, worry that's all I'll be. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be sipping sake in japan <laughs> <laughs> absolutely but back on what you were saying so you gotta you gotta decide that so you, you want one card or you want multiple yeah, so one, and then once you've decided that, um, obviously try to go after those teams um, or, or, or those players in some other breaks is honestly probably the best way about it, um, I think. Uh, going, going in breaks for me is just, it expands like the number of cards that you get. You might not always get the team that you want. You might not always get the players that you want, but you can use those cards and players to 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 trade for other things. And like, yeah, I understand sometimes you might luck out and get, get nothing um, or not get many cards, but other times you, you'll be really lucky and you might pick up, um, like Jamie was saying at the start of the episode, that, you know, uh, old mate got two of five Zion autos and then you could literally trade them on for whatever Magic Johnson mm. cards you want. Kobe autos, LeBron yeah. autos, you trade up for whatever you want. 100%. Exactly. So, you know, I, I think I think value still in breaks or, like I said, tra- trading with people. Um, Jamie? Only, only oh, sort of sell. I was just going to say, only sort of sell if you want to um, build up a bit of cash to buy a few cards, like if there's a couple you got your eye on. Definitely. Jamie, you got anything to add, man? Yeah, well, if people are just doing this just as a, you know, it's the first time you're getting into cards and you are trying to build a PC, you are going to end up obviously with a lot of um, the same player. So if that's going to be your main target, um, obviously there are a lot of community pages in which you can try and buy those cards. But what Anthony said, if you want to get involved in breaks, there's you know, ways that you can, um, you know, get involved in breaks where you get to pick your team. So obviously if you're chasing Magic Johnson, you could pick the Lakers. Um, and then obviously that would be a better result for you chasing that player. But random team group breaks are good. You're going to end up with a, you know, like you said, decent card and trade that on to what you need or sell it. 
Yeah, hundred um, percent, man. Easy days. Now I probably should have asked. I probably should have asked this to start. This comes down to bad, bad questioning by me. But um, I know we we I know Anthony's answered a heap of these questions on our Instagram page, and I, I assume you have too, Jamie, because from the <laughs> amount of like followers you have and everything, yep. is. We constantly get asked, how should you decide, like, who to personally collect or what team to go after? Like, I know, Anthony, Anthony, you probably talk more on this than me, man, because you answer all the questions that come about this. What's your advice to those people that are sort of deciding, they've heard this podcast now and they're deciding whether they should go in it? What would your advice be? Yeah, so it's, it, 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 it kind of depends on the sort of person that you are and who you like, you know, if you, if you love the Lakers and you love LeBron, by all means, go after LeBron cards or Lakers cards. Like, you know, you collect all Grizzlies cards pretty much. Mm. Um, or, or just find what, what I like to do is find a player in the draft that I really like. Um, and then try to go after that player and continue going after that player. Even if they're absolutely useless and barely playing the NBA anymore, I'll still collect their cards and so on and so forth. Um, but if you if you want to do it as an investment as well, you got to be looking around, you know, players coming out of the draft in the middle of the, um, sort of in the middle of the first round or late second rounders that you think might bloom up, like a Kawhi Leonard or a Giannis, um, players like that, and it's literally like hitting a diamond in the rough at that point. But Jamie you know, touched big on it research. Yeah, yeah, research. Uh, I think I think yeah, just chiming in what like the best thing that people can do um you know is when you're collecting obviously there are so many different varieties of product coming out so if you are going to collect a player for me um i don't really like a lot of people will chase the, the prism rainbow or um you know like they they're going to say okay my player is going to be say kuzma for example i'm going to get the base prism i'm going to get the silver prism i'm going to get the the ruby wave the tricolor and try and complete that whole you know set rainbow the green to five the black one of one and do that whereas like i myself i only really try and get his autos but then i'm super particular like kuzma is the kind of guy where he has a beautiful auto when he actually <laughs> does it but then there's cards where i see it's just like I think he's just got one of his mates to do it. Like he's <laughs> literally fallen asleep or just 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 chucked pen to card and going, yep, that'll do. That's, so that's I'm very particular in the cards that I buy. Like probably in my Kuzma collection now, I'm getting close to 25, 30 opulence autos and probably five to 10 of them I would happily just trade away for, um, you know, something less. The right card. In yeah, the um, that's right. Um just to me, they're just not really what I want in my PC. Um, but it, it's a hard thing, like knowing what just, I think, and that's just something that will come from like getting involved in breaks. You'll see a box get opened and go, oh, I really like those cards. So then you can just sit back and just wait until that break, you know, another break comes with those cards in it. That's yeah. me with um, Kings every year. Yeah, there you every go. Every year. Jack, yeah. Jack's already pre-ordered about 75,000 <laughs> last of boxes from EV Games. I got into EV Games before they brought in the uh, the limit on their website and uh, had a little play. So. Oh, good man. Good yeah. man. Good yeah. man. Man, how nice do they look? They look, they're graf- like Anthony, was, we were talking about like the graffiti style. Like, oh, they are the nicest cards. It's, it's a good yeah. cheap card isn't it cool beautiful beautiful yeah i think it's no seven boxes of that in the 18 19 hobby of that in the that's so good i think um i think you i think you you made a a really good point as well jamie you said about like being picky i know anthony's 
Anthony's very picky with his PC too on what what herder he does and doesn't buy. He like uh, I think Anthony, you can talk more about like your patch situation. Yeah. So my um, I, I'm 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 very very ambitious with my herder collection. This is my lifetime goal, so it's not even a short term goal. This is just by the time I die, I want this. I want one of every single rookie card that Kevin Herder has. Yeah. So I've literally gone through every single checklist that there is for his rookie season cards. And I have typed out on a word document, which goes for about 30 pages, um, every single card that he has, every single variant, every single uh, mm-hmm. thing like that. So that's why I only go after one of each, yeah. each card that he has. Um, so I can try to get literally one of every single card from every single set in his rookie year, which I know it'll get yeah. expensive when it comes time to the one ones Yeah. Uh, I haven't got many of them yet, but, um, you know, it when it, it happens, all though. just comes down to trying trying to get the right right card. And I know sometimes as well, and this is the the strange thing is sometimes a card will be numbered. Uh, for example, it might be a card numbered out of just say out of ninety nine. Uh, and I know this happens with noir cards very often. It'll be numbered out of ninety nine. It'll be a patch auto. Um, one of one of the patches will only have one color on it, and then mm-hmm. another patch, the exact same card, will have mm-hmm. three colors on it. Yep. Yeah, I've got the same with my Kuzmas. I've got, yeah, an Opulence Auto, I think, to 25, which is just a straight purple, and I've got one to 49, which is a tricolour patch, which yeah. I do not understand. <laughs> but one's, like, higher numbered and, like, more beautiful, and then the other one's just straight swatch. Like, strange, I just don't understand strange, how they, strange how they do that. So I don't understand it, but I always try to have a look and make sure, you know, do a little bit of research and make sure before I buy it that, I'm getting like the the nicest looking one or one you yeah. know as close to the nicest that I can find. Hundred yeah. percent. I think my advice would be just don't overthink it. Yeah. Like for if for, if you're trying to pick something, that would be my advice. If you really like 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 these yeah. two boys have said just it to me. Who you like. I lo- I'm massively passionate about the Grizzly, so I just every every Grizzlies guy that comes in the draft, I'm like, all right, I'll just buy crap loads <laughs> of you. It's, exactly right, but I think doing it at the right price too. Like at the moment, yes, and that's this is like thing. my word of advice. Like at the moment. The card prices are going through the roof. Something like, let's just say, for all of us boys, the Kevin Huerta base card of NBA hoops. For me, a Kuzma, you know, rookie of hoops, and then for you, Dylan Brooks, for example. I think if you if, if we go if we go back to when we all started collecting and all decided to go go for those guys, those cards were not only the most common cards to get. You could pretty much just pick up a pack and you'd get one within you know five packs or a box. Mm-hmm. Um, they're supposed to and be. And you could easily get a pack or a box too. That's right. And you they're supposed to be like a dollar, two dollar, maybe like a five dollar card if that guy becomes the Kobe Bryant kind of thing. Because even before all of this card boom happened, you look at Kobe Bryant card prices even before he passed, they were nowhere where they were supposed to be. Like if nah. you prices are yeah. now. Like I've paid like, and it makes me like I hate that I've done it. Like I've paid more for Kuzma cards now that I would have even considered paying for, like, Kobe Bryant autos when I've looked at them before it all happened. Yeah. I've looked at them for, you know, $400 numbered to to 49 and just go, oh, wow, that's expensive. And it's like, yeah, it's, not, it literally... it's not. Whereas now people will happily pay $40 for a base hoops of, you know, DeAndre Ayton or, or exactly. Jason Tatum. And it's exactly. like, where's the value? How has it gone that high? So I think yeah. eventually, and as I said, these cards are common like your base hoops cards and all that, um, the, the prices will come back to fruition. So just because you're jumping into the game and you want to collect Aton or you want to collect Tatum, don't go nuts and spend $120 on three base cards. 
like do your research and if you're going to go and drop that much money go and get yourself a nice auto like um that's a great that's great advice man yeah yeah. I, I also think trying to find, uh, like, still try to find your diamonds in the rough. So someone yes. that always comes to mind for me is, like, a Marquise Chris. Mm. Um, I feel like in the right situation on the Warriors, he's going to get time. He's going to be able to play through his mistakes. And at the end of the day, they got Steph Clay and Draymond, so they don't really need him. But if he mm-hmm. turns into be a pretty decent player five, six, seven years in the future, you could, you know... Or all of a sudden have an expensive card that everyone's chasing and you've just stocked up on him when he was really cheap. Yeah, and that's the thing with um, the breaks as well. As you, and, like, you'll just accumulate piles and piles of cards that all of a sudden you're like, oh, that guy's nothing. And then all of a sudden the NBA comes back and he has 10 good games. The hype is real, and that card all of a sudden has value. You trade it for what you want, sell it for decent 100%, value. 100%, man, yeah. It's, it's all about constantly looking at your cards too like and we have the time to do that now i know things are coming back to normal i went to the shops today it was insane like <laughs> i think everyone's been a lot like that news now that everyone can go back outside but while you've still got time to like you know go through your collections start you know what you said yeah do uh, it. documenting what you've got and where it is and so when the time comes that that guy has the big game you can jump on it and yeah. sell or trade yeah sort exactly out. right because that cards cards always peak up and come back down i remember and, at the and, start of the season Devonte graham went crazy for two weeks and then came back to earth so that's right and it's the emotional attachment too and like if you want to collect your guys and get you know the cards you want in the hobby like for example, Devontae Graham, there would have been a time where his base prison would have shot up to, you know, 60 70 or even $80. Yeah. And now they'd probably be back down to 10 or $20. Um, you know, or I, don't, I don't really know at the moment. But, you know, that price difference would have happened if you, if you were too emotional about doing it there and then. It's just like, if you don't collect them, <laughs> that's my advice. You know, sell them. Like, give it to someone that wants them and, yeah. you, can, and you can get what you need out of the hobby. There's yep. too many... Um, yeah, too much hold and, like, bait for the top dollar. And I think yeah, the amount of cards that are in the market right now, if everyone's doing that, it'll, it'll just, it'll, it'll probably crash. <laughs> That's why I always try to look at, look at doing trades and stuff is because, yeah. you know, you, you can package together five or six cards that you don't really care about. They might be five ten dollar cards each so it might be a 50 60 dollar trade on your behalf mm-hmm. for a, a 30 dollar card that you really want and mm-hmm. you know for me it's not about oh i it's 20 dollars extra that i'm giving you you need to pay me 20 bucks it's just yeah. like hey man you have these cards uh you you swing me my uh kevin herder card and then maybe mm. in the future you'll you'll come across another one and be like hey mate do you want this yeah well i had a customer come over and pick up cards last saturday and he brought two Kuzma opulent sortos, a Kuzma select like in-flight signatures one, and a few like prism rookies. You know, I just put them on the table, and he's like, "Have you got any Trey Young?" Gate like showed him my Noir Trey Luca '99 jewel swatch, right. and he was like, "Yep, let's do it. Swap yeah. cards." That was it. Shook hands. <laughs> like, see you later. Yeah, but wow. we're, we're both happy. Wow. Like, he wanted Trey, I wanted Kuz, and that was it. So that's, um, the, that's the hobby, man. Yeah, just yeah. a little added bonus of Luca yeah. in that one. Yeah, just a little Luca. <laughs> a little, yeah. He's uh, he's an up and comer. He'll probably be the next Dylan Brooks. He's an up and comer. He, um, like, I'd probably still take Dylan Brooks on a one on one, but that's 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 just me. That's just my opinion. Yeah. But um, I did have one more section to wrap up, but I think we covered it. And that was if you boys had any other tips for someone getting into the hobby. Do you boys have anything else, or have we, or have we covered everything? I think well, everything's covered. Probably got awesome. one thing at the oh, moment. Yeah. There is a little bit of a um, accessory shortage in the world. <laughs> Apparently, Ultra Pro is struggling to produce um, regular top loaders at the moment. So, 
um, that will become a thing where either breakers will be popping your hits in bigger toppies, but I don't know how it's going to work because, um, yeah, they're way more expensive. So there might not be any top loaders, but for the 100 box, we're good. But um, for the future, if you're looking for accessories, I'd be stockpiling now, especially on penny sleeves as well. It's all just disappearing. Just, just saying, me and Jack have already tried a stockpile. No yep. dice. No yeah. dice. Can't, so can't get anything anywhere. Yeah, I've hit up suppliers and they're all out. Like the main supplier of, I think, who even supplies EV games, they're, they're gone. So, oh yeah, yeah. That's just yeah. what I want to hear. Yeah. Well, that's it, boys. I'm going to wrap it up here. So that's a uh, – Jamie, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. We're honestly – we're super – super happy to finally get you on and be talking with a guy that loves the hobby just as much as you and does so much for the community especially here in, especially here in australia so yeah massive thanks for no. joining the show jamie thanks yeah, Anthony, for coming on as always oh yeah, yeah. let you know about what time everything is on for the next week as well so yeah so um it'll be live on our blunt collections facebook page uh, yep. it'll be 10 a.m on the sunday uh so the 17th of may uh, and that's 10 a.m. Queensland time, so that'll be the same for Brisbane, Sydney, and Melbourne. Uh-huh. Uh, for anyone in the U.S., I think it's about 8 p.m. New York time on Saturday, the 16th of May. Um, but they should just check their local times for that. Um, with the auction as well, so it does finish on the Saturday, and payments are due within three hours of the completed auctions. Um, so we'll send out reminders as soon as it's done um, and a reminder within the final hour as well. And then all of the shipping costs are inside of the descriptions on the eBay as well. If the cards, if you don't pay for the auction, what happens? Okay, so yeah, if if they don't pay within the three hours, uh, we just uh, basically sell it to the next person that put in their the bid before them, and it'll just go down the ranks. Oh, wicked! So even if you get snot, just yeah, so you still got a chance. Yeah, that's awesome. Anything else from you, Tenkat? Nah, I'm all done. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, guys. We really appreciate it. Thank you.